What is going on, you guys? Uh, this episode of this podcast is brought to you by Power Nine Games. Power Nine Games is our uh, LGS of choice here in Las Vegas, Nevada, where we go for everything, including singles, sleeves, mats, and deck boxes. Um, when it comes to everything TCG and tabletop, Power Nine is the place to go when you're visiting Las Vegas. Yeah, and if you're interested in fully decking out your your cards, check out altersleeves.com. Use code PAYTHE1MTG for a 5% discount. Really cool site. You can bling out your decks, bling out your cards. Highly recommend them. Absolutely. And another sponsor goes to TCGplayer.com. TCG Player. It's in the name. It's everything for TCG nationwide. They got everything from singles for Yu-Gi-Oh, Cardfight Vanguard, Pokemon, and of course, Magic the Gathering. Um, and if you use our affiliate link in any of our social media platforms, it really helps the channel out. Yeah. Also... If you're in the business for a new deck box and you bought all those cards from TCG Player, why don't you put them in a deck box from Cabal Coffees? He's on Instagram. He's a small business owner out in California. He makes these really incredible deck boxes, really good quality. Uh, I highly suggest that you pick one up. If you go uh, use Pay the One MTG uh, at checkout, he'll give you some free tokens and some goodies absolutely and then another sponsor goes to prismatic defender sleeves prismatic defender sleeves are the go-to when it comes to great smooth blinged out sleeves they've got obviously normal matte sleeves in a variety of different colors and including starfield which is my personal favorite it's got a bling of little stars in there to make your decks look absolutely just gucci in general and if you use the affiliate code pay the one at, at checkout you get an additional 15 percent off on your purchase yeah, and if your decks need tokens, check out LTP Alters on Instagram. Uh, she's based out of the UK. Her name's Chloe, and she makes incredible custom handmade tokens. Uh, and if you use Pay the One MTG, you get a 10% discount from her. All righty. Now, with that out of the way, guys, let's head into the show. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, you guys? Holy shit, we are back. While you motherfucking planes walking multiverse son of a guns, uh, to the pay the one podcast, I'm one of your hosts, Sonny, and I'm Lance, and uh, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> we had some technical issues start, so this podcast is kind of starting up a little, a little insane. But uh, speaking of planes walking and multiverses, we got the planes walker from the multiverse of the kings of lethal podcast here with us go ahead and introduce yourself nick insert planes walking noises poof uh, what's up <laughs> it's, it's your boy nick uh over from a kings of lethal um hopefully i still got some uh, followers but i doubt it at this point but uh stay tuned <laughs> things are coming <laughs> he's had a little bit of issues with you know some technical difficulties on his end but uh, he is working on content really really hard for all you guys um, it's just, you know, technical difficulties, you know how, how it is, life gets in the way, but it's cool, he will be back, he's just sharpening his sword, polishing his armor, you know, all that shit, but more <laughs> important, today we're going to talk about, for spoilers for Dominaria United, how are we feeling on that? Yes, I'm very excited. Okay, oh, don't, don't all shout at once, Jesus. I'm very excited. I was trying okay. to uh, leave some space there for Lance. Lance, you, are you excited? Good to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a little bit of issues, but yes, we are We are very, very excited. Um, 
we are uh, trying to get a little bit of a list together. And with obviously the help of a king of lethal, Nick himself, we're going to go ahead and go through our top five most um, wanted cards from the set. Stuff that we're excited to get our hands on. Stuff that we're excited to build around. And see how we can either break it, how we can make it fun, make it janky. uh, And in the words of Nick, how to make it uh, salty as fuck. So. Olive Garden type 2 diabetes. This is going to be the thing. <laughs> so, Nick, why don't you go first since you are the guest, obviously. Okie dokie. And uh, I just wanted to correct you real quick. I'm not a King Lethal. I am the King oh. Lethal. Oh, okay. my bad. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to go ahead and start <laughs> off. As you guys know, um, I'm sure you guys are very well aware we play a lot of EDH, um, Commander. Um, so, I... Four of the five cards I've picked are honestly our legendary creatures. Um, the first one I want to talk about is Sten, Paranoid Partisan. Uh, white, blue for a legendary creature, human wizard, 2-2. Uh, uh, as, as Sten enters the battlefield, choose a card type other than creature or land. So artifact, enchantment, um, uh, instant or sorcery. Um, and then... Uh, spells you cast of the chosen type cost one less. So he gives you a, uh, one reduction to any of those types that you chose. And then you can tap one, a white, and a blue to exile Sten, return mm-hmm. him to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning next end set. So essentially, he'll flicker himself out. Um, yeah. you know, or you're like, you know, somebody board wipes and you're like, okay, I don't want to lose my commander. You just tap the three and you can save your commander. And then when he re enters, you can actually re choose uh, the card type that you want to be able to cast for less um with that being said like with white blue um i'm uh, artifact is probably the build you're going to want to build here um just because there's already a bunch of artifact reducers yeah uh already out there and then if you if he you know your commander is already reducing your artifacts by one it just makes everything costs you know that much less um so artifacts is like the build that I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about and discuss for him um, but just the fact that he's a two drop, one in blue, I mean, I, you know, it's a turn two commander for you, possibly a turn one if you can get some certain things. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I, I love the fact that your commander can essentially save himself uh, in regards to a board wipe. So if yeah. you hold your mana up, which blue players tend to hold mana up, of you course, can phase out your commander and save him from a death. Yeah. I um, mean, you all about that, right? You're a, you're a disgusting blue player. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's definitely combos for him. Uh, there's too many to really get into. I was actually uh, watching a YouTube channel, um, one of my favorites. I don't know if, can I say the name of it? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Commander's Quarters um, with Mitch. I, I love Commander's Quarters. Um, he was actually talking about there's actually a turn one win combo with him with artifacts. Oh. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of convoluted. Like he goes through a bunch of different cards. I, I don't remember the, the, the sequencing of the progress, the, the process of it, but. When he talks about it, I was just like, I mean, it's, you know, it's like a five-card combo, but, you know, it's yeah. still a pretty cool idea. That does sound pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly, and artifacts just have so much support to the point where I don't doubt that. I mean, we've said it on the show before. I really don't doubt when there is, like, a one-turn combo with artifacts. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like, if we just look at this set and then the set coming out next, which is Brothers War, mm-hmm. um this set itself already is artifact heavy and from what i've been reading and knowing the story about brothers war is you know mishra and urza which are all artifacts so i'm willing to bet that we're going to get a lot of artifact support moving forward 
um, with uh, magic, which, I mean, if anything doesn't need any more support, it's artifacts. But hey, yeah. why not? So, you're right. No, you're 100% right, though. Um, I'll move on to my next one. Uh, the next one is going to be Joda the Unifier. Uh, he costs Wooberg, so white, blue, black, red, green. Um, for a 5-5 legendary creature, human wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this. I love the style of this deck. It's pretty much legendary tribal. Um, so pretty much legendary creatures you control get plus X plus X, where X is the number of legendary creatures you control. Um, so right there, it's just like, okay, that's awesome. Um, and then whenever you cast a legendary spell, it can be a legendary artifact, an enchantment. It can be even a legendary. They have instants and sorceries uh, for legendaries as well. Whenever you cast a legendary spell from yeah. your hand, exile each card. Or sorry, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a legendary uh, non-land card with lower or sorry with lesser mana value. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Put the rest in the bottom of your library anywhere. So pretty much, it's legendary cascade. So can we just agree that we're gonna ban this card in our group? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I definitely. Uh, Lance and I were talking about this earlier in our uh, our group chat, and um, I, I love this card. Um, but I do agree why Lance wants it banned. So, like, let's just throw the the idea out there. Like, the highest legendary CMC I could think of is Emrakul, which is 13. If yeah. I have the OG Jota in here, he makes all cards in my hand, I believe, cost Wooberg. Um, so, I tap Wooberg. I cast an Emrakul. This Jota doesn't see the Wooberg, doesn't see the five Wooberg. What it sees is the 13 on Emrakul. So, then I exile cards until I hit a legendary card with less than 13 cmc which is pretty much any legendary in the, in the in the game um so being able to like have the og jota so make everything only cost wooberg or even i think it's called fist of the suns i think the one that looks like Thanos's gauntlet yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah having that in the deck too so all your stuff just costs wooberg so you, you know you bring out these nine cmc you know creatures um or you know cards and then you get the legendary cascade for something less it it, it can get broken pretty quick um, and it, even ignoring his, t- his first ability, which is the legendary creatures get plus X plus X for each legendary creature you control. Let's just ignore that one, throw it off. Like just, you know, uh, and we'll just build legendary tribal with, uh, super friends. Um, yeah. so no- yeah, so none of them get the plus X plus X, but you have super friends. So you cast, you know, um, Teferi, which is a five drop. And then you hit another, uh, planeswalker off, off the top. That's a four that, you know, four or less CMC. So, I mean, it can, it can get really dumb really quick. That's just gonna suck, and I kind of agree with Lance. Can we just like, well, it'll be our our same rule, Lance. We'll let it yeah. slide one time, <laughs> and then and then you know that that'll be it. It's definitely one that I want to build, but I mean, after having Golos, like I just something about like a Wooberg deck just kind of like it ha- leaves a nasty taste in my mouth. So <laughs> like, I, I love Golos, but I just having to get all the lands and like all the legendary stuff. Like I have a bunch of stuff for it. It's just. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to do that one to myself or two to you guys. Well, damn. Yeah. Um, uh, what you got next? All right, moving on to the third one here is going to be Ellis Ilcor, Sadistic Pilgrim, um, white black legendary creature, Phyrexian Core Cleric. Called it two uh, two. Uh, with uh, it has Death Touch, and then whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, gain one life. Whenever another creature you control dies, each opponent loses one life. Um, so it's pretty much a Zulaport Cutthroat and a Soul Warden on your your commander. That's gonna um, be busted. 
Yeah, I love this card. Uh, Lance, again, we're talking about this one earlier today. Um, she, I, I think she's amazing. Uh, if I don't know if anybody's listened to the story uh, for Dominaria, but she actually has a really cool interaction with uh, Liliana. I'm not going to get into details, but that little side story um, is actually pretty awesome to listen to um, or even read if you want to read it yourself. Uh, but she's mm-hmm. essentially, she shoulders like right hand uh, mercenary pretty much. Um, and uh, like somebody, I was again watching Commander's Quarters and uh, watching Mitch talk about this card. And they were saying it's actually like the perfect commander to run Luris of the Dream Den, I believe his name is, as your companion. Um, yeah, because you pretty much like if you run as your companion, all the cards in your deck can only be two CMC or less. Um, mm. but you can recast them from your graveyard with uh Luris. Um, so you know, you bring back uh Selfless Spirit, which is a, a one drop white card, you can sacrifice it and give all your creatures indestructible to end a turn. And then on your next turn with Luris, you just recast Selfless Spirit from your graveyard and she'll gain you that life every time. And whenever you sacrifice it, each opponent loses a life. So essentially, you're just hitting everybody every turn and, and they can't kill anything on your board. Yeah. Um, so that's a little combo with that one. I'll move on to the next one. Um, I just want to say before I touch this, the new sagas, I love the read ahead on all the new sagas. Um, and, and what are that? What is read ahead? So read ahead is pretty much uh, like, like normal sagas. You play them and you have to move chapter by chapter until it's done. But on read ahead, you can choose any chapter to start with. Um, mm. so my, one of my favorite from this set right now that's been announced is the phasing of Zalfir, which is the home plane or the home world of, uh, Teferi. Um, and it costs two blue, blue, uh, chapter one and chapter two are both another target non-land permanent phases out. It can't phase in for as long as you control phasing of Zalfir. Um, so essentially kind of, it's a one draw or it's a one spot to fairy's protection for something until that, until this enchantment goes away. Yeah. Um, but then again, read ahead for four mana, two and two blue. If you read ahead to chapter three, then you can just destroy all creatures. And then for each creature destroyed this way, it's controller creates a two, two black for creature token, um, which could be a little, you know, a little shitty. So, you know, somebody's got, you know, like let's say a jet mirror deck and they got like mm-hmm. 13 creatures and you, you know, you, you board wipe, you know, I'm gonna put that in quotations with this this card. Yeah, it gets rid of Jet Mir and all the other fun stuff that he was using the combo and all, but he gets two two or they get two two black Phyrexian creature tokens in yeah. replacement for all those cards. So it's it's a board wipe, but it's not like, you know, uh everybody it's a pseudo, has yeah, pseudo board wipe. Yeah, everybody everybody who has a creature is gonna have at least something to keep playing with, but they're obviously it's gonna set you back because it's gonna get rid of your combo pieces. Um, and then, uh, the last one I want to talk about my baby mommy, Sheldred, what's going on, girl? Um, <laughs> Sheldred, the apocalypse, two and two black legendary creature, Phyrexian Praetor, four, five death touch. Whenever you draw a card, you gain two life. Whenever an opponent draws a card, they lose two life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will admit I have already built this deck. I'm just waiting to get a Sheldred. Um, I've play tested it a little bit today and, the combos in this deck are insane. Um, it's almost like my old, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Obzadat. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's pretty much like Obzadat uh, and Nekusar mm. put together. It's, it's, it's real dumb. It's got some really stupid combos in it. Um, yeah. one, of my, one of my favorite combos is, um, it's actually a, a card I learned about when Shoulder came out. I was looking up cards for Shoulder. 
It's called Yagmas Bargain. It's a six drop enchantment, uh, four and two black. I skip my draw phase, but then I can pay one life and draw a card. So essentially, I pay the one life, draw the card, shouldered sees that card draw, and I get two life backwards. So essentially, I'm netting one life every time I draw a card. Yeah. Um, so having th- that combo on the board and then having something like a Psychosis Crawler um, on the board where each opponent takes one damage uh, for every time I draw a card, I essentially just pay life because I'm always going to net that one, draw out 40 right. cards, and then everybody takes 40 damage, and I win the game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of like those those infinite like life loop combos with her yeah. uh, in the in the deck. Um but I she's always been my favorite Praetor. Uh for those of you guys who don't know, when I first got into magic, it was during New Phyrexia with like Skithrix and all that stuff. So Skittles. Yes. <laughs> so the Phyrexians were already like kind of doing their thing, and that's kind of like the first set that I actually like when I dove into magic for the first time, mm-hmm. that was the set that was currently out. Um, and obviously the Phyrexian Praetors were part of that storyline. So, uh, I'm a huge fan of like storylines and stuff like that. So when I learned about the Praetors and saw shouldered for the first time, it was, uh, love at first sight or first fright, if you will. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, <laughs> <Boo>! I, <laughs> I just fucking got it. Like... <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I love I love shoulder. She's always been my my uh, favorite predator. Um, I think yours is uh, Jin, I believe, Sunny. Jin uh, Kataxia. Yeah. Joe's is Vorinclex. Everybody's got their favorite. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty much my five, my my top five, and I'm excited to see them play with them and play against them. Honestly, man, I am actually very, 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 very excited to um, to see the shoulder deck. To be completely honest. Um, not going to spoil anything, but we're going to try to get a game with that uh, shoulder deck with Nick uh, guest starring in there as well. It's just so we can see how that rolls uh, and, you know, do the thing that the things do. Spoiler so, alert, mommy shoulder wins. <laughs> oh, we are <laughs> So we recorded this like five years ago, so yeah. we don't need now. <laughs> now, um, my right. five... Well, Lance is having technical difficulties, so we're just we're gonna make this part one. This is part one of all of the spoilers that we are excited for. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and just do a little bit of portion of mine. So I don't have many, and I'm a simple man with simple tastes. Uh, one of the ones that I'm excited for is Valiant Veteran. It's a one. Uh, it's a generic one and a white for a two-two creature core soldier. Other soldiers you control get plus one plus one, and you can pay three. And white, white, exile, valiant, veteran from your graveyard. Put a plus one plus counter on each soldier you control. I love tribal decks. A lot of people know this. Soldiers just happen to be one of the decks that I have. And I just have had that deck for like, God knows how long. And I actually, I actually got it from Nick. Um, <laughs> like years ago. It was like maybe two years ago? Three. Yeah, yeah, about that. After I spent $400 on all the cards. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I gave him, I think I bought you a, I don't want to exaggerate, but I think I bought you a fat pack for it. No, 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 no. It was a, um. It was a box. It's a booster box. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was just a rub and tug. I think, man, you know what? Yeah. It's a, uh, <laughs> a, a Dutch rudder. It was a yeah, Dutch yeah, rudder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love, uh, you know, I love uh, creature types, etc. So, like, when I when I saw this immediately, I was like, okay, more lords for soldiers. I'm all into that. 100%. Like I said, I'm a simple man. The second uh, card that I'm actually very, Real very... Quick, ex- sorry. Oh, sorry. I, don't sorry. Wow. I just, I just want to say I'm... Uh... 
it, it brings a warmth to my heart to know that you still have that deck. <laughs> oh, dude, of course. I changed it up, obviously. Bro, I, yeah. yeah, I play with that deck, and I fucking hate it. I hate, I, Bor- <laughs> I hate Boros so much. I don't get how you hated it, dude. It was so... Well, I mean, okay, it was Boros, but now it's uh, Mardu. It's white, black, red. Yeah, that's your, ba- your Batman one, right? Yeah, the Batman one. Okay. So, um, for any of those who know, it's literally just a shit ton of soldiers. I beef the shit out of them to the point where they're like seven fours and I just swing for the win. Um, but uh, another one, another thing that I love, and Nick knows this and Lance knows this very well, I'm huge into uh, artifacts, equipment, enchantments. Uh, so this one, as soon as I saw this one, I'm like, definitely my number one. I have to build this. It's going to be Danitha Benelius Hope. So it's a nice. legendary creature, human knight, 4-4. Four, four. Uh, you, you pay four generic, one white for first strike, vigilance, and lifelink. When Danitha Benelius Hope enters the battlefield, you may put an aura or equipment card from your hand or graveyard onto the battlefield attached to Danitha. This is insane. Like, I, I know a lot of people are like, well, white doesn't have that much stuff. Equipments are colorless. Equipments are colorless. And even... <laughs> And even some enchantments, like, okay, the main one that I'm thinking of, obviously, is one of my favorites, is um, uh, Emrakul's, uh, what's it called? The, Eldrazi the, the, Conscripts. Eldra- Eldrazi Conscripts. Dude, that immediately, I don't got to pay eight or fucking ten or how much, much it is. You just slap it onto the battlefield, put it on her, and I'm swinging, and I'm annihilating anything in your fucking field. And on top of that, if it's going to be a 14-14, if it's my commander, that's 14 commander damage. You're done. Um, I just want to say she gives me very heavy, and Lance, I hate you for this, but she gives me very heavy Bruna vibes, and I don't like it. So if I see I her, love it. I'm killing her. <laughs> Bro, like, I swear to like, God. I can't. It's going like, to uh. be Lance's uh, shrines all over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's that do? I don't care. Get rid of it. Yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna cast it. Ah, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I'm not. I can't let that um, slide. So I, I know you. I know you can't use it, but uh, you, you mentioned equipment. So um, hmm. it's a red equipment. Comes out in this set. Uh, it's got like a gob. I forget the name of it, but uh, it essentially when you equip it to a creature, it makes that creature, whenever it deals damage, uh, you create that many treasure tokens. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's super good uh, equipment. There's a lot of good equipments on this. Another there's a, one. There's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> uh, and then I'll say just one more, just one more to save the rest for later. Um, but this one is actually one that I was very surprised when I saw, and actually the wife was really, really, really shocked to see this one. Um, it's Soul of Wind Grace, uh, one generic for a black, yeah. red, green legendary creature cat avatar five four. Whenever Soul of Wind Grace enters the battlefield or attacks. You may put a land card from a graveyard onto the battlefield tapped under your control. You can pay a green, discard a land card, gain three life. Or you can pay one generic and a red, discard a land card, draw a card. Or two generic and a black, discard a land card. Soul of Wind Grace gains indestructible until the end of turn, but you have to tap him. Uh, does Real quick, you, when you read the card, does it say a land card from a graveyard or from your graveyard? A land card from a graveyard. So that's anybody's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So, but Jukabog is no longer a threat to you. You <laughs> <laughs> just take crazy. from everybody else's. But yeah, honestly, those are the three picks. Obviously, we're going to have way more tomorrow. Um, but Nick, what what do you think, man? Like, what, how, how, are you, how is your take on this set? Is it way more uh, worth it than the, nat- than the last? uh yeah yeah uh way more um 
the last set was cool. Don't get me wrong. I liked the last set. Um, I was okay with it. Uh, we're talking about the uh, what was it? The the Dungeons and Dragons because I don't consider Double Masters a set. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The yeah. Dungeons and Dragons one. Yeah, so uh, way better. Um, the, the crazy part is, is Dungeons and Dragons was also quote unquote Commander Legends, um, and I felt the commanders that came in there, like yeah, the cool the background mechanic was cool and all, but I felt the legendaries that came in that set were hot ass, just absolute doo 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 garbage. Um, there's maybe like two that I thought were like okay, yeah, um, and I was actually upset to the point that because when Double Matches came out, they just threw a whole bunch of like old commanders into that. And I was like, why couldn't those just have been in double masters that you made edge foil? Like they did the first double masters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of like wasting my mythic spots with fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, in double masters. Uh, anyways, that's a, no, no, for no. Another day. Yeah. We had, we had the rant on the episode as well. Like on the okay. episode here where we agree, we should, why didn't they just kind of mix the two instead of putting one in one? Cause right. let's be honest. Like, well, that, the, I, I think, I think that they, they realized their mistake, too, with that. Because what do you get as box toppers when you buy a box? A legendary creature can be a commander. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then, you, and then in the set, there's amazing legendaries coming out. Uh, the Ilkor, the Phyrexian Cleric I read, she, to me, she's the best uncommon uh, commander from this set. Usually, you get, like, one or two really good, like, uncommon commanders. I think she's the best one in the set. Um, I haven't really seen any other like really like jump out at me like off the, the off the the paper um, commanders yeah. um, as far as uncommon spots are concerned. Um, but there are a lot of really interesting commanders. Like we get the red green elf. Uh, I forget her name. I think his name's like Mir- Miria or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a, it's an artifact deck in red green, which is non traditional colors for an artifact. But she's amazing at what she does. Um, yeah. You got the her name. Um, but uh, you know, anytime like something targets her, or uh, yeah, I think it targets her, um, you get to make a copy of that, or no, tar- sorry, targets a creature, you get to make a copy of that and target her with it. Um, and so I would, you know, we could discuss her, you know, at a later time. But like, it's just a lot of amazing commanders that are coming out. Like we get another Tatio, mm-hmm. another tat- a new Tatiova commander, um, which I thought was yeah. amazing. Um, I'm just like, there's just so much flavor from dominaria obviously dominaria is the first planes that they ever uh went to in magic the gathering um and like just you know with phyrexia and all that fun stuff like there's just so much in this set and when they you know they give you the whole timeline moving forward i'm excited for brothers war just based off the, the way that the story ends for dominaria united um and then moving forward with you know the the what i think it's like rise of the machine or whatever it's called but yeah i'm everything from this point forward looks to be amazing i'm sure we're gonna have a set here and there that's probably like a dud and you're just like okay there's like three good cards from that set that i really really like mm-hmm. um you know like like for usual yeah. um but uh but yeah man i mean i'm excited for for the future of magic i love this set uh i bought i'm already bought two boxes and i got both precons both precons uh not really excited for the precons as much as i normally would be um just because i think that they're a little lackluster in my personal opinion yeah um I also really hate Planeswalkers as commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm excited for the set itself. I mean, I'm going to go to the pre-release uh, at Power 9 uh, on Friday the 2nd, and I'm probably going to buy a couple of the uh, pre-release kits, uh, try and pull some of those really nice uh, stamped uh, cards. 
but uh, I'm overall I'm I'm excited for the set. A lot of good cards. Um, I really want that Shouldered all art with the stained glass. It's beautiful. Ooh, Chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah. All, honestly, um, all that all those alternate card arts the with the the um, fuck man, now you messed you fucking me up. The st- stained <laughs> the glass. Stained, the stained glass. It, beautiful honestly amazing and i feel like they might kind of get that fan service back from the loss of the dnd set yeah you know the remember uh what's that what was the set um with the peaky blinders uh oh new capenna yeah new capenna you know bro, the, that was my <laughs> set bro I, the... I love new capenna i know but a lot of people didn't like it but i loved it it was it was a good set i i, I hate the fact that shill kind of thing but um oh, i love <laughs> you know the what is it the the, <laughs> the, the gold leaf foil that they had yeah i would like it's not it's not i already know I, i'm pretty sure it's not happening but i would love a shouldered stained glass with gold leaf foil oh yeah it's not gonna happen but you know as much as i love that set and like jet mirror is my favorite fucking commander i don't have a a gold foiled jet mirror bro i i feel you that jet mirror i you know, I built the Jetmir deck too. I thought Jetmir was yeah. amazing. Just from the second I saw him, I was like, "Bro, he's the best he's bu- one." He's busted, yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, I mean, that that also was that was a, g- a great set. Um, I, I think for the most part, Magic has been hitting it, you know, pretty pretty much on the on the head there with the sets. It's just you know, you give me a set called Commander Legends, I want awesome commanders. Yeah, you want um, legends. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want them in my double masters taking up mythic slots. Magic. <laughs> doing right who did i pull oh i, I pulled a muldratha which was a mythic in that i'm like i i already have one so thanks but no thanks why yeah. is it why is it mythic make it a make it a make it a rare i'm okay with it, just don't take up my mythic slot <laughs> you hear that wizards uh, i know you i know you're listening because we talked about bringing back <laughs> Drain, but that's a that's another topic for another episode i mean you charge me an arm and a leg and then you shit on me by giving me bullshit mythics <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then and then my fucking glutton ass thanks sir may i have some more fucking... may i have some more <laughs> <laughs> look at my wallet depress every fucking week <laughs> Shit, but that is about it, man. Nick, thank you so much for being on the show. As always, no it's always a fucking pleasure to have you, man. Yes, sir. Um, is there anything else that you want to tell everybody as far uh, as for like Kings of Lethal goes? Uh, yeah. So, um, I'm working at getting a, I, my laptop took a poopies. Mm. Um, so I'm looking at getting a new computer hopefully soon. Obviously, with money being the way it is right now, um, uh, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Um, but do stay tuned to my Instagram. I'm going to be posting, uh, you know, Kings Lethal on Instagram. Uh, I am going to be posting a Sheldred pretty much deck build. Um, I'm going to break it down to enchantments, artifacts, creatures, uh, so on and so forth, and kind of explain um, why I have some stuff in there. Uh, but uh, like I said, the deck is already built. I'm just waiting to get Mommy's shoulder sleeved up when I pull her because I know I'm pulling her. I'm pulling at least 17 of her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, just uh, stay tuned, and uh, whenever you guys are doing that uh, that gameplay, I'm uh, just let me know. Shoulder will be right there with me. We will definitely let you know. And as for everybody, of course, Lance, you know he wasn't able to be here, but it's okay. He's with us in spirit. He will be here in the next episode. Um, this has been uh, the Pay the One Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sonny, and, and this is my guest, Nick from Kings of Lethal. That's right. And Lance is a spirit in the spirit realm right now. And I'm Lance. That's Lance. I'm trying to do the sexy voice, but I can't. But we will see you guys uh, next time.
Adios. Thank you.